I'll add it to the list. I'll add it to the You like that part? Yeah, totes. Cool. You know that's Gerard Way helping sing from My Chemical Romance? Yeah, I did. Because they, no, talk, I did they talked about it in the YouTube comments. Good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Although they just called him Gerard, so I, I assumed. Butler? But yeah. Gerard Butler. <laughs> Welcome to I'll Add It to the List. I'm Cynthia. I'm Brian. I'm Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm broken. This, this is my this is my real voice. <laughs> I'm Moth Queen. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is Murder by Death, huh, Brian? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Chat um, about your band. So I picked Murder by Death's song, "The Devil in Mexico." Uh, this was the very first song I heard from them because I bought the record on a whim. A whim. A whim. Is Why it because you buy it? you're a huge My Chemical Romance fan, and Gerard Butler was part of the project? <laughs> no, I actually think it was Thank the other way. Thank you for incorporating my joke, too. <laughs> I think it was the other way around. So I, back in the day, I used to get Revolver Magazine. And there was like little tiny, they'd have like an upcoming artist, like little spot. It was like a little tiny snip yeah. of like some different artists. It's where I found Murder by Death. Um, it's where I found like Giant Squid. So it's like kind oh, so of. So like they hit it intentionally so it would look cooler. Yeah. You're like these are the bands no one's heard of. If you want these bands, no one's yeah. heard and of. It, it, yeah, and they just they <laughs> yeah. kind of like went through like a description. And for these guys, it was like a honky tonk esque uh, indie like western feel. And it was like that kind of sounds really weird. Let me pick this up and see what it sounds like because right. I went to Hot Topic and they actually had it at Hot Topic. <laughs> yeah, you remember um, I I missed Hot Topic. Yeah, you did. It wasn't very great. I missed it. But um. No, I picked up the album, put it in, and it was the first, uh, my first album from them, which is actually their second album. Um, and I fell in love with the band and everything. Yeah, you like it a lot. Yep. Um, so this is actually their second oh, yeah. album called, uh, it's um, Who Will Survive and What Will Be Left of Them. And it came out in uh, 2003 on Eyeball Records, which no, um, we're going to get into a little Eyeball Records background. It was the, I believe, a Jersey label that put out the very first My Chemical Romance album, and they put out the very first Thursday album, um, and then Murder by Death, and then they kind of uh, closed shop. But they they basically started the careers of some pretty big bands. Neat. Um, so, yeah. Nice. But Gerard Way from My Chemical Ram- Romance um, has a vocal part in the end of this song. Uh, he does some screaming. Right. So this is kind of cool because this is before they kind of got big. Um, and Murder by Death is still trucking on. Cool. Um, can I? Uh, can I? Yeah, do can it. I, can I talk sure. about it? <laughs> um, so, uh, look, listening to the song, there were a couple things that were like um, pretty obvious, and then there were some things that took a little bit to to understand a little better. Um, the song is basically three songs. Yeah. Together. Well, right. The, the, they, the they thing end up with, being. Yeah. The they, thing with the song is it's basic. The the album's a concept album. 
um, basically about the devil showing up into a Mexican town. This being called the devil in Mexico huh. is the basically the intro of them. Um, that seems logical. Yeah. The lyrics kind of explain that the devil had gotten shot. He was basically... He's you know, bleeding and... He's bleeding his out blood is and... piss and vinegar. Brings out the apocalypse Ew. on this small town in Mexico. I didn't write the lyrics. So it sets you up that the devil's in trouble. He's bringing upon the apocalypse in this, you know, this small town in Mexico. Yep. Salesmen and... are selling his blood and... Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then... I mean, I... Okay, the so... The album goes through a story. The strong side of, like, what I liked about it is... It reads really well as a um, as a concept thing, mm-hmm. and that it is such a story, like that it is like a oh, it's the, a, the, descript- the song the, is straight story. Um, yeah. I enjoy that. I I enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, the uh, let's see, again, this is a song that if I listen to it more, it would grow on me more. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there are a couple things that uh, st- stood out as me liking it a lot was the um there's a spot before kind of the chorus there where he says the aspirin valium codeine pills, pills and, and silver rum. rum i really like that setup like the the way that the cadence of his voice did that that was just a part that stood out as being really cool to me um there are two things that drove me up a fucking wall <laughs> um, one was the um at the beginning um the the lo-fi sound to the voice yeah the, where he's kind of like on a vintage mic kind of yeah it's and it, i i get it it's trying to be saloon you know it's trying to yeah. be like they've got the the, the old rec- piano the rec- or even right. like a record spinning like back in like the early yeah you know. and so but the right. the effect is just on the vocals it's not on the piano too yeah right and so it just sounds like they've got a super hot mic that max out maxes out every time he has a plosive mm-hmm. and so for me as an audio guy it just was like an eye twitch thing for me. I understand what they're going for the aesthetic. Yeah. I don't think they did it. Um, I don't think I know that they did that intentionally. That was part of the aesthetic, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it still is something that's unforgivable from my yeah. No, it could have been done. It could right? have been done better. And it, honestly, that really probably comes down to just like whoever engineered it. You know, right? Wasn't this two thousand three? Two thousand three, and also yeah. too like this was their second album. And they yeah. really weren't a big band at all. So, yeah. like, budget well, I mean, wise. And, and so, like, it's just a criticism from a listening standpoint, not from a creative standpoint. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Right. Um, so, there's that. And then uh, the other thing that is a note is that the song feels loose um, in a lazy way until okay. that end part. Like, so um, there's like the, the choice to keep it loose uh, is cool. Right, but um, it ends up when the uh, like when the drums kick in and that in like the the main body of the song, mm-hmm. um, it feels like the drums are trying to pull the vocals up to speed. Like the when the band kicks in, it's like the drums are are doing what they're supposed to do and the the music is doing what it's supposed to do, but the vocals aren't quite. There's like a a thing there that's not quite in phase, and it's uncomfortable for me. Yeah, um, it, sometimes it I, feels like the drums are doing a little too much as well. Yeah, well, and so that's the thing is like either the drummer's right or the vocalist's right, but they're not both right. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> it might it might have been a conflict in that down the road because um, the drummer for so the drummer for Murder by Death this was his second album with the band. Yep, but he only was with the band for three albums. Well, you know that drummers can be the problem, and they are. You know, either the drummer is right. 
and the whole band is with the drummer or the drummer is wrong and you get a new drummer. That is true. Or you you listen to the drummer, you die. So a little, little trivia time of um, the title for the album, Who Will Survive and What Will Be Left of Them. Do you know where that's from? No. No. Cynthia? No. Uh, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That oh. was the, the selling uh, phrase that was on all the posters. Jesus Christ. Of course you would know that. Um, yeah, good uh, good, good factoid. Good I never deduction. would have known that. A little factoid. Yeah. <laughs> and the, um, so the band name from Murder by Death, they're actually named after a old movie. And uh, I did know that because when I typed in Murder by Death, clips from that movie showed up on YouTube. Yes. I didn't watch any of them because I was like, no, I need to stay on task. I'm not going <laughs> to fill the al- algorithm, right? right. Yeah, I'd, I'll end up watching all kinds of weird stuff. Yeah. No, what did, what did you think, Cynthia? Um, I really liked this. It did feel very like clumpy, though. Mm-hmm. Like, here's a part here, here's a part there. It's like ideas they're just not flowing like a hundred percent there i really enjoyed it there i love that intro i i love piano anytime there's piano i really enjoy it i liked how it went from piano to organ yeah Mm -hmm. yeah organ and then they had strings added on top of that and i was like big organ i like like a big organ The one thing i really loved about (laughs) here like because when i heard this for the first time because i literally bought this probably it was either a month or two after it had come out. Um, so this was like fresh off of like 2003. They didn't really have any traction. They might have actually gotten traction from Revolver because, I mean, it caught my eye. Um, but other than that, like when I heard this song and it was like that honky-tonk piano playing and it's like I've never heard this before in something of this context because right. the band itself is kind of – a weird mix of indie rock, alternative, well, That ultimately Western. ended up being what yeah. mu- music became for yeah. like after 2000. Well, especially as we entered the digital recording age. Right. It became that um, people were looking for the right mixture of this type of music and this type of music to add together. Right. To be like, what is the thing that people will like that will enjoy? Yep. You know, so you had like folk metal and like all rap rock right. and all kinds of stuff that was like cross influencing R&B old metal country, and new metal which is awful <laughs> new metal and newer metal <laughs> no um i really enjoyed this it did feel like what did i write uh they have definitely have an original sound mm-hmm. uh really liked uh their use of like the keys organ and piano and the strings on top of that really nice uh, too long though. Uh, that last section with the My Chemical Romance there yeah. person, I don't feel like that was necessary. Someone sing a hail mary for this house. Yeah, I a- understand why it's there. I just don't yeah. think it's like I, the song doesn't need it. Yeah, it, it's a little bit on the long side, but I guess in the sense with this album, um, it is a tough song to pick out and use as a single. I wanted to do something from this album. I just didn't know what, and I picked this song because it was the first song that I heard from them, and it was okay. that whole, yeah. like, I'd yeah. never heard anything like this before, but there's a lot of tracks on this album that are a little bit more straightforward, very yeah. straightforward songwriting. Um, there's one that's with banjo. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, I know that, dude. The Three Men Hanging? Banjo. Oh, banjo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just got a really, it's got a really cool feeling as an album and as a concept album especially i i like concept albums and i like something that gives me a little bit of a story 
that I can kind of paint my own pictures to. I can paint like the way I see the devil. Sure. I can paint the different sections of the tracks because the devil sends like zombies, you know, forth to like kill people. He looks just like Nicolas Cage. Yeah. And there's just a there's just a lot of imagery in the in the album itself that really paints a picture. So if you enjoy Gerard Butler, if you enjoyed this enough, then maybe check out the full piece. Cool. Don't say that too loud. My TV hears you. Um, I gave this a solid. uh, I'm gonna go with like a six three. Six three for me. Oh man, I'm six two. Oh, I'm just like a little bit taller. I went with a nine point six. Wow, you're giant. I fucking love this band. I know you do. I love this song. This is my favorite album from them. Cool. I'm really the one thing that kind of saddens me. He. The first two albums, he was really working on trying to be comfortable with his voice. Yep. And he wasn't happy with his voice on the first two albums. So yep. he kind of switched things up. He kind of has a little bit more of that Johnny Cash um, yeah. kind of flow on stuff after yeah, this. Yeah, and I mean, that might be part of what I'm picking up in the cadence mm-hmm. versus the drum yeah. kind of thing where he's got a, a kind of a meandering vocal style rather than... Yeah, a, yeah. I, I think he definitely if you listen to the first album to this, you can see where he's sort of going and getting more comfortable with things. Um but I think altogether, the songs, concept, um, imagery, and I like the production on this album. It's it's a little bit low low budget, but I think it adds a lot of that like held back folk sound that still kind of like permeates sure. in spots. So hey, hey. So, so what's your? Um, <laughs> oh, that's folky. Well, we're gonna go right. ahead. What the folk? We're gonna for my next song. We're what's, going back into the territory of um, Family Values tour. Oh no. We're going with Orgy, Opticon. Okay. <laughs> he he said he was going to pick it. Oh, I was going to say, what's going to get added to Brian's batch? Like his things? <laughs> you see alliteration? <laughs> his songs? <laughs> Thank you, Tyler, for the scratch. I was leaning towards some Limp Biscuit because we had done the West Borland. I, and I swear was to like, God, you know if what? you pick Limp Biscuit, I'm just going to cark out. They did just put out another like spoof video for that... Um, uh, the dad vibes vid, uh, song or whatever. I don't know uh, what you're talking I'll about. I'll pick another animal it's collective fucking... song. I don't give a shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we didn't tell you you couldn't, but there's a strong suggestion that you shouldn't pick Limp Biscuit. Yeah. No. Well, it, the thing was, I got that shame, out of my head, shame, and then shame, I was shame, leaning. Shame. I was leaning towards a perfect circle. Yeah. Because um, we were listening to that today, right. and I was like, you know what? No. Yeah, but Keep... you've already picked Tool. Right. Yeah, but we got to cover all the uh, all the major projects. The, no, the Family Values <laughs> bands. So we'll do Orgy. We'll do Ram yeah. Ramstein. You know, we'll do. Um, we'll have to do Limp Biscuit at that point. Corn. Corn and yeah. Yeah, we'll just do. All the, right. Well, we'll cross that bridge when we yeah. come to it. But or we, burn it. I feel like this is a good episode, though. I feel like we were we were marginally funny. We had a pretty good flow. Yeah, I like. Just, yeah, not too heavy. Not yeah. too not too deep. We didn't talk about you know. The normal dark things. That, well, I'm glad that everybody needs to know I mean, how we feel about these episodes. We weren't crazy inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. We didn't say cunt once. Not oh, once. Oh no! Don't use that word. <laughs> wah, wah. At least we didn't say cunt twice. <laughs> no. Oh, a funny joke. <laughs> Damn it! Shout out Sally and Peter. When we leave on Saturdays, we always say "See you next Tuesday" because <laughs> that's when Peter and I come back into work. Is yep. Tuesday. <laughs> that's a that's so. a a solid. C word reference. I yeah. feel like that's pretty funny. Good yeah. band too. 
Um, so this has been at. I'll add it to the list. This has been blah, 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 list. Been a night. Blah, blah, blah. I'll add it to the lisping. We're done with this. <laughs> um, we're uh, we're gonna see you next time. Yeah. Bye. See you. See you next time. Oh Catch- yeah! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs>